0: hello there everyone welcome back to TapCalf transmissions the only star wars podcast that spends five minutes talking about justin wanting to watch hockey before we get into the star wars talk i am corey joined as always by that very same justin mr eckhart's ladder how are you doing today
1: well i'm not saying i want to watch hockey i'm saying i've got hockey on the second monitor it's actually bigger than you are right now um so i I told this story before on the, maybe on the podcast I can't remember, but i went to I flew to Toronto pretty much Kelsey thought like we were going to the aquarium and like all like take like do fun stuff with the kids, and like yeah, but like I was going to see a Leafs game uh even though they're 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 like my business second, trip. yeah, business trip is true, they're like my second or third team, but uh I end up making a buddy there i'm like I'm the kind of person when I sit next to somebody. Like I always make friends with them or at least try to I'm not always successful One of those people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that person.
1: No, you're, you're, you're a weirdo. Um, uh, yeah, it wouldn't work I for you. You, you can pull it off. And... It was actually, it's funny enough. So I was sitting next to this lady and she was like, how's the popcorn here? And I was like, it's okay. And I was like, do you want to try some? She was like, yeah. So I gave her some of my popcorn and we got talking. Um, she told me about how her son was in the ECHL, which is like a lower level professional hockey league. Um, but I ended up talking to the guy next to her who was, he, he was with an insurance company, I think. And she was his client. So we ended up talking, we got, he, well, I'm not going to say that. I won't say anyway, we, we went to the bar afterwards and had a great old time. And, uh, he just texted me like five minutes ago. I hadn't talked to him. in like, since I was there and, and he just sent me a picture of his, of his seat. He's like, your seat's open, buddy. Like, I don't live here. I don't live in Toronto. I was just visiting, but, uh, but yeah, I got the game under the background. So.
0: All right. Well, what a sad story you've told us. Yeah. Uh, so how, how do you feel about any of the, any of the big star Wars news of the last day and a half since we last talked?
1: Uh, I'm not aware of the big star Wars news that's occurred in the past day and a half. Do you want to, I don't think there has been any. Yeah, I I say, just, do you want I to do bluffing. a summary?
0: Was uh, it, it was all a bluff. I wake up, uh, I check yes. Star
1: Wars leaks, I throw my phone because there's nothing new.
0: So, there, the big topic for today's episode is that uh, Mandalorian's over. We're going to be talking about the season finale and a bit of our thoughts on the season as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we do that, should we commit to a topic for next week's episode?
1: Yeah, yeah, we should. We should. Um, we also Is need that a...
0: going to be Dark Journey?
1: Either Dark Journey or before we get back into books we do uh we got to we get caught up on emails maybe.
0: I think we need to do a book. I okay. think it has to happen. All right. It has to be Dark Journey and then the week after that maybe we do uh some emails before another book. like a splinter on no. my
1: nose. What the fuck? Yeah, sure.
0: Cuz then we've got a week to do Jedi Survivor. So it's Dark Journey, question and answer, uh Jedi Survivor. And then maybe another book after that,
1: dude. I got like a, I got like a thing in my nose. That's weird. Yeah. Ow. I'm gonna go get it. Just, I'll bring it okay. back.
0: It's like a splinter. Just, just talk to chat for a second. Of the Mind's Eye. All right. Well, I tried to make it about Star Wars. He didn't go for it. Hopefully, he's not dead. Uh, but yeah. So we're gonna be talking about the Mandalorian finale. Uh, we both did a live reaction as we were watching the episode. On, uh wednesday morning or tuesday night whichever you prefer uh so we've got some of our thoughts out there but we are gonna have a, a it was a like better a really chance mustache in a few days. no i
1: don't know if you can see it, it like i popped, cannot opt off my mustache and started poking me
0: do we need to call anyone no i think we're okay i, f- we're I think
1: good. i think having splinters in your nose regularly would be like a sign of cocaine use right across the table (laughs) it'd
0: be a sign of both cocaine use and having a strong need to sand your table i guess yeah
1: yeah that's true that's true all right yeah yeah let's get into uh mando episode uh the most recent episode 24 yeah chapter 20 episode the most recent episode the most recent one yeah give me your uh give me your elevator review
0: so I think uh both of us when we watched it at the time were pretty whelmed, uh was your your phraseology for it. Uh I still I thought it was fun, but I don't it was kind of disappointing in how some certain some things got wrapped up, uh or just didn't get wrapped up. Uh so yeah. It was fine is my kind of if I had one word, what about you? Are you have you changed at all since Wednesday morning?
1: No, I, I there are aspects I like more, and maybe some I even like less. Uh, like I, I still feel pretty good about where the season ended up. Um, mm-hmm. I feel kind of hopeful for the future, but like, you know, I, I've said that I had problems, and like they were kind of under the bus based on the book of Boba Fett. But like, part of the problem is that um, they just didn't execute well. Which that is not like there was obviously some sort of difficulty in production or something because the a lot of the issues they had were just execution like the last episode had some major execution errors like uh the grogu rescuing mando two seconds in like that's not something that they that they were stuck into doing that's something they chose to do and just didn't execute well same with like the space battle i think um and that's where i start to get a little frustrated like those things especially yeah um because i feel like if they had pulled off the episode a little bit better like, it, it's pretty clear, even if you look at some of the concept art, I think that the episode probably, at one point, I mean, I guess this is true for everything, was envisioned to have a little bit more in it, um, but just didn't. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, so one of the biggest things I've seen since, and maybe I'm just getting too defensive about stuff again, is that uh, is the idea that people who are, even just on our own prior recap or reaction, was that. The things we didn't like was because we were uh, let down in the expectations we made up for ourselves on what would happen. So I think people are really focusing in on like, oh, you wanted Boba to be there and he wasn't, so that's why you're saying it's bad. Mm. Like the expect, if we're gonna talk about expectations that got let down, I don't, I don't really care if there's no cameos or anything. I don't care if like st- my theories don't happen. But there were things that were set up by the show as, like, these are specific problems we are facing or are going to face. Mm -hmm. And I was really interested to see how those could get resolved. And for some of them, they were brought up, they were really hammered home, and then just kind of never talked about any of them again. Mm -hmm. Because it was as late as last episode, like, pretty deep in, even around the time of, like, Axe and uh, Paz going at it a bit, that Bo-Katan was still like, this is... These are two groups that are really going to struggle to work together. And maybe we'll get more of that in season four. But there was never really a point where the Mandalorians were struggling to work together or any conflict came up other than the rules about the game. And uh, I think the same thing can kind of be said about their struggle to take back Mandalore. There was never a point where it felt like there was going to be a problem for them. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that was set up as a problem that they would have to solve to win the battle were the the fighters and bombers and then they got defeated yeah. off screen and you can say something now because i have no, something ahead. else on this that
1: okay but I'll, the, I'll, yeah do no, finish, finish your point then i'll because i kind of want to re- go back to the beginning of your comments so yeah
0: yeah because the the other example for this is something that's kind of a, a series long arc not just this season where didn't and it's kind of exemplary of some of the things that i i felt kind of let down by is the the stuff that Gideon's been doing with the cloning mm-hmm. and with Force Sensitives. And this was built up as like one of the primary motivations of Gideon. is like, what is he building towards? What is he going to do with it? How is that going to come into play in the show? And that's been going on since literally chapter one, because that's why Grogu is involved in all this. Uh, but the way that that gets solved, it's not that Gideon does anything or the clones of Gideon ever do anything in... The episode or that we hear anything else about his Force-sensitive stuff, Ding walks through a hallway, it's like, hey there's Gideon clones, Flush walks into the room and then Gideon's like, hey those were my Force-sensitive clones. It'd be like if Alderon hadn't been destroyed yet, they got on the Death Star, they blow up the Death Star, then the end of episode four is them saying, that would have been a problem, you didn't know this but that could have blown up a planet. It's like no one could have a chance to care about that yet. Yeah, it just felt like a, a disappointing way to resolve something that's been such a big backdrop for the show.
1: Yeah, it wasn't satisfying when the you did that either. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but in that book, like there had been the kind of the uh, that had been hanging over the characters for a long time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like in a sense, w- was I disappointed? Like, there's two types of disappointment for me. There's like, there's what I see as rational disappointment, and then there's emotional disappointment. Am I disappointed Boba Fett didn't show up? Yes, but if that had been my major issue with the episode, or even even otherwise, I can look at that and say, okay, I'm disappointed that Boba Fett didn't show up because I'm a Star Wars fan. It would have been cool, but like that's just a theory. I'm not going to hold yeah. that against them for that reason. But then there's mm-hmm. real issues like the fact that, yeah, like how, like how have they not addressed? Like I think the fact that he's shown calling the Moths and that's not addressed. Like, I think that's a bit of an oversight. And then there's the more serious ones. Like you mentioned, you know, they don't, the, a lot of this, the problems are hand waved away. Uh, the Grogu just showing up, the, you know, the Mandalorian, like kind of the different sect uh, plot never really gets a, which to be honest, I don't really care because I find Mandalorian culture really boring,
0: but like all but, these things. That's the show though. That's that, what they were talking about all season.
1: And that's why I was a little less excited for this season. Um, yeah. Why? Because like I just I get to the fucking Mando episodes on the Clone Wars rewatch. Skip, 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 skip. <sighs> Done.
0: Yeah, it's less that I'm like I I don't love I I always thought it was going to be weird to have a thing that built up the Mandalorians as well because like every time we see them, uh, doing the Mandalorian return with a V to their ancient Crusader ways, that mm. ends poorly for a lot of people. But what I tend to be more interested in is like the characters and how things are going to affect them, whatever else is going on around them, I like seeing there being some kind of emotional growth or stakes. And whenever you talk about like the Mandalorian not having that, it's not like I am saying, oh, everyone needs to have the same motivations as Andor, which is far more into that. Yeah. Uh, But like we just a month ago had a lot of that in the Bad Batch and it was able to be expressed in action moments. Uh, mm-hmm. if you look at former season Mandalorian, like the thing that I love about the Mandalorian season two finale, isn't Luke like flying through and slicing up the dark troopers. That was a cool scene. But the thing that really sticks with me about that, when I think about the finale, I think about like how far Din and Grogu have come and you have like Pedro Pascal crying as he gives up Grogu to go train. And even just on Bo-Katan's weak, side. Weak, weak man. Yeah. Even just on Bo-Katan's side, when they're talking about the Darksaber and Bo-Katan is realizing, like, Din now has claimed it. He can't just give it to me yet. She's, like, you can see how she's reacting to that. And there just wasn't the same emotional response to anything for anyone. Like, Paz is dead, and if you want to have any kind of response to Paz being dead from anyone... It's like you can kind of look into Axe Woves and Ragnar standing next to each other at the end. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, if people are going to say, oh, well, you're disappointed because you had these expectations of things that are going to happen. I think you then can't give the show too much credit for saying like, oh, well, these things are there if you really read into those two standing next to each other. Because what I've made assumptions based on how people feel about stuff or what could happen going forward from stuff like that in the past it's all been actually no that's not happening and they don't care about that
1: yeah yeah no i i agree um it and you're right because not every show is going to be and or in the way like it builds characters up but like rebels is a great example of a show that like the characters in rebels aren't super deep there are some that are um but like they're never handled in like a um it's like a, like, a, like a like a very very complex way like something like andor handles um characters like uh oh, what's his name um inspector
0: uh gadget
1: no what's his name again
0: um serial carn or
1: yeah like like rebels all the characters are pretty cut and dry you know there are, there are some uh like Callus who are who are certainly more complicated or zeb is probably the most complicated character but like The way that that show manages to pull off emotional stakes and really managing to make you care about Kanan at the very end, sacrificing everything, like, like, you can do that in a show that's more straightforward. You just have to, like, you just have to execute properly and you've got to, you know, be patient with how you develop these things. Like, Mando's had 24 episodes now. Like, that's a lot of time. Mm Um and yeah, like a lot of that stuff definitely did take a step back this season to, uh, then like there's a missed opportunity, like even in the second to last episode where Mando's, uh, kidnapped, he's like in a life or death situation. Grogu's right there, and there's not even a fucking close up shot on him freaking out and clicking the no, 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 no button on his suit. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, even if you go back to season one's finale, like when he's taking his helmet off with IG 11. Like, you can see how much this is bothering him. You can see how much the situation is bothering them. But in this, it was just, like, all the action heroes go through, win their fights. Mm. And the closest thing to uh, a failure is that Bo-Katan has the Darksaber crushed, which... She shrugs off pretty quickly, and I'm glad that they're able to move past that. Mm. But like, this has been so highlighted as a thing that other people need from her for her to leave. So I'm fine with the implic like I don't need to be force fed stuff. I'm fine with the implication that like we see all the Mandalorians still there at the end, so they don't care that she lost it. But with how much it was built up, like seeing some of that reaction and Mm. seeing it just how much has to be taken by implication entirely with no reaction whatsoever when these could have been pretty poignant scenes to help build some of those characters. And we didn't really get that. When that's the thing that Mandalorian has done before in mm-hmm. not just the two season finales prior, but it's the kind of thing that like uh, when he was cast out from the first time and he went to hide with the, uh, the Washia Widow, the, yeah. the first romantic interest like there yeah. was there was emotional depth to that there wasn't much happening in that episode other than exploring those characters but I think the, the fight for Mandalore has taken up so much of the air in the last two episodes that they kind of coasted by on that rather than giving any of those character moments and I think it's a bit weaker for it especially when the battle didn't really have anything to overcome for them they just kind of flew around and killed people
1: yeah, I even think I said this but I like I even think Mando having his helmet off at the end would have been a little bit of character development. Like yeah, yeah he's not willing to openly acknowledge like that he's deviating from uh, you know, his his traditions, but having the helmet off would have been like an implicit acknowledgement that, yeah, I'm breaking my conditioning a little bit or like I'm reevaluating my uh priorities. And like that just that feels like a bit of a missed opportunity to me in particular. Like I would have liked yeah. that.
0: Well, did you did you notice in the Creed when Ragnar was taking it that he didn't mention the helmet this time, but he did the first one? Mm -hmm. So that's like that shows some change in how the children of the watch are approaching things. But it's slightly undercut by the fact that, like, there's no one acting on that at all. Yeah, everyone um, just still has their helmet on. Yeah,
1: which I mean, that's fine. If you want to wear your helmet go for it like yeah. I, i'm not a handsome dude if i had the option to wear a cool helmet i probably would do it but more time than not as well yeah. um but like uh, yeah it's like they 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 could have done more on, on that it's a little disappointing
0: yeah uh yeah like i don't think the the expectations i have as far as that are unreasonable when i'm like i'm trying to focus as much on comparing it to things that the show has done before to clarify that it's not just like, oh, I watched Andor and now my expectations are different for uh, for The Mandalorian. Because, like, I've seen other TV shows before. Andor wasn't the first good TV show or something. It's just... in it, it, it was the first type of Star Wars show that did that kind of thing. But even that isn't what I'm looking for from The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought The Mandalorian was already good. It's just the they had so many opportunities to... Build on some of the character stuff that they seem to have been setting up, and then just kind of left to the side here. Because like the the big emotional moment was I think supposed to be for Din and Grogu that like Din has adopted Grogu, but in season one we literally had the armor tell him that you will be as his father. Yeah, and it was like oh so <laughs> I thought we were already here.
1: Yeah, like everyone already refers to them as father and son, so it's like I guess it's formal now, but. You know, we kind of assumed it was.
0: She even said like she even said it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah,
0: we didn't have to assume. I thought this was already just a thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Weird, weird bit, weird bit, weird bit.
0: But if we want to go the cameo direction, why didn't they have? Yeah, Yoda and Yaddle walk in at that moment.
1: This is my progenitor. You know him as Yoda.
0: (laughs) What if Yoda turns out to just not be dead? Wouldn't that be crazy?
1: It's the one case where we literally saw the body disappear.
0: <laughs> yeah, the disappeared. There's no body anymore.
1: Powerful Jedi Master. He
0: flow walked to <laughs> fucking Dantooine or something. He's the only thing. He's he's in a
1: long battle against the Killix right now, yeah. and while everyone else is doing something, he's like, "I need my friend, the the Mandalorian, to to keep the <laughs> galaxy safe as I fight the Killiks." That is one thing that my... got on the rewatch. I was like. They're in the base And Moff Gideon's like The Mandalorian escaped It's like Do you know how many Mandalorians Are in here right now?
0: <laughs> so you'll need to be more specific
1: Yeah Like oh yeah Oh no The Mandalorian Like It's kind of funny When, when um, Grief says it Like Grief goes Mando But like You know That's kind of what he's been calling him Yeah um, But yeah
0: Is it a slur?
1: Might be what if
0: instead of calling him the Mandalorian Gideon just did like the, the sting that plays every time Din lifts his arm, like <laughs> escaped. That would've been good. That would've been good.
1: Mando. Yeah.
0: But I do agree with you that uh, we ended in a place where I am excited for what's to come more. Cause we, it seems like we're going to get some more uh, personal stories, adventure stories with Din and Grogu mm. uh, minus IG 12. So we'll need to find a new way to communicate.
1: Yeah, I saw something today on Twitter. I can't remember if it was from Variety, but they talked about how there is going to be a season four and it's going to be exactly what the finale says it is. Like him hunting down Imperials in the outer rim.
0: Well, Favreau is already finished writing it, so Mm -hmm. it won't be affected by the writer's strike either. Mm -hmm. And Carson Teva, I think the Variety story said that Carson Teva is going to factor pretty heavily. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's good.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see them. I said this on Twitter. I'd like to see them. I, I know like you can't just make something 12 episodes, but like I would accept lower budget episodes, Um, make it a bit more like serialized, more add the occasional villain of the week, add the occasional, you know, warlord to fight and just, you know, do what the show started off as I think.
0: Like, do like you we, think...
1: We had our big moment, you know? Like, it did its thing. Like, you met Luke Skywalker, you fought Dark Troopers, you could still do lots of cool Legends tie-ins, lots of cool book times, lots of cool nerdy Star Wars stuff, without it being, like, this multiple season-long arc, where, okay, now Moff Gideon is like, this is a Dark Trooper Mark Three Volume 2. It's imbued with the power that will eventually help bring Palpatine back to life. It's like, okay cool we did that let's just have like you know our own thing for a bit
0: (laughs) oh uh before we get on with that that reminds me uh i do want to say again on the other stuff like the the gideon force clone stuff that is building up that Mm. built up to nothing for the mandalorian uh that the counter to that isn't that it was just setting up for the sequel trilogy because literally the episode before we had the rest of the imperial council including hux especially who is directly in the faction working on that uh saying that what gideon is doing is not like that those tanks weren't snokes so maybe they get some of the tech from him but as far as din and growth in in gideon's story that is not just what that is setting up for but
1: yeah no i agree um i will say i noticed gideon had no mustache right away i'm a big mustache guy i was like where's his mustache the 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 theory is that he's a clone that was a cl- i don't they, want this to happen they can't
0: clone they can't clone mustaches justin well, no. it, it just can't be done
1: well no because the the clones in the vat didn't have a mustache didn't have their mustaches yet because yeah. you, you got to grow it right they didn't have hair, hair they didn't have I, I don't know if they had eyebrows but um
0: i think they were only lacking the mustache they just looked exactly like the the other guy i, <laughs> I, I made a really guy.
1: funny joke on stream where it was like they have the one thing i lack and i said a foreskin and nobody laughed
0: I yeah, because only you think foreskins are funny. This is just a, funny, a you I just thing. thought it was a
1: funny joke, but
0: I've never met anyone else that is so obsessed with foreskins. I'm
1: not obsessed, I just thought it was a funny joke, Corey.
0: No, is it joke, joke, That's one joke?
1: Please laugh, chat.
0: Fifteen jokes. There's not a week go that goes by where I've talked to you where you have not mentioned foreskins. Tell the, me I'm No, wrong. no,
1: no, that's not true. Bef- until I mentioned it the first time. Like it wasn't one week in I was like hey Corey. Okay, yeah,
0: so you yeah. you broke the seal on the foreskins and now <laughs> All right, let's move <laughs> they're on. They're just let's all out on. here.
1: Let's move on. Breaking the seals that's a hurtful term term when talking about when Moff Gideon lost. Let's move on.
0: Okay. okay. Well. So what if what if uh we grant your premise we're getting the the villain of the week, but the mm. villain every week is a new Gideon. <laughs> just clone. a different Gideon with like slightly
1: different <laughs> facial hair.
0: Yeah, the mustache gets bigger with each one until we got like handlebar. That's how Zinge gets born in the in New Canon.
1: I'd be cool with the with the Well, no, because then he'd be skinny.
0: No, but like the mustache grows and so does he.
1: Okay. So it's like yeah, environmental factor. So it's like this Zinge was born on a food on a world abundant with food.
0: Yeah, this Gideon.
1: Yeah, this Gideon, right.
0: Zinge is French for Gideon, so it, the clues were there all along, right? So you're you're saying that you don't see the lack of a mustache as proof that, that Gideon was a clone?
1: I mean, it's a choice, right? Like it's a choice to not have your character have a mustache. Um, why did they make that choice? And then, like, I think, you know, I, I thought I knew what I was talking about when I said they're definitely going to show the mythosaur and then they just didn't so like why i don't know why anyone still listens to fucking anything i say but um
0: there's only one way to be right right there's any number of things you can predict that will be wrong but there's only one way to be right and you can come to multiple reasonable conclusions by analyzing what's on the screen Mm -hmm. it's the journey not the destination like if you're just out there throwing out what if fucking the entire jedi council is in those tubes as he's walking past them that's a stupid prediction Mm because obviously not but if i don't think it was stupid to say like even before we saw this episode maybe it's gideon maybe it's uh uh maybe it's something related to snoke or snoke-esque force related creations because he's stealing stuff from the first order i think both of those if you're arguing the right way even if you're wrong that those are reasonable statements to make
1: yeah no i think that's i think mean, i think that's true uh so like do i i don't think it, it's going to be clone gideon um but i understand why people do because you know i tend to think you, you the, anything that's done especially that's a deviation from what was done previously there's some rationale behind it at some point Someone had to say what should Moth Gideon look like, and they they're gonna say okay, let's shave his face, like let's have his face different this time, or let's like put him in new armor. Unless Giancarlo just shows up, and maybe that is how it worked, but I kind of doubt it. Uh, I, I I'm sure that like when you show up to set, they they have you know, like they tell you what they want you to look like, but um,
0: yeah.
1: and then you know there's a decision to have the clones look the same way. Uh, I don't think he'll end up being a clone because I think it'd be pretty lame if like three seasons were ended with is he or is he not going to be back. Um, but maybe.
0: Yeah, I, I think he could be a clone, but I have like a 5% chance on that. I hope he's not. And I think even if he is, that saying that the the mustache is proof is is weak. I think it's...
1: It could, be, it could be some proof, but I don't think it's determinative proof or anything.
0: Okay. But wouldn't the, the Shadow Council, if Gideon's taking those calls every week, and he has a mustache sometimes and no mustache the other times, isn't someone going to pick up on that? Is he doing the flashcard learning that Thrawn did for himself?
1: Um. Well, we don't know if Thrawn's flashcard uh, learning was going to work. We um, do. No, we don't.
0: All the flash learning worked for everyone else. Who that wasn't that wasn't an unproven technology in legends. I mean, I don't know. It worked for like who who would you say it worked for? That's how uh, all of his like troopers were trained.
1: Yeah, but they were mostly chosen based on like, um, based on uh, like inherent ability. Like yeah, eugenic like, principles. Like, soon to your yeah,
0: chose for the capabilities. Of... But right, the way they did the training, it seemed like they were heavily relying on flash learning for everything.
1: Well, in the Theron duology, the, duology, they they even say like I can't remember exactly. I think it's Park or one of those one of those guys is like we don't know what what he'll be when he comes back. Like,
0: like we well, don't... that was more of a, like if you try to clone Thrawn, but he's not actually Thrawn, even if you've like taught him a bunch of shit, he's still, who knows what that's going to be like. But right. I mean, for, but I, I think, I think it would have worked. I did we'll never know if the, if the force would actually have been cloned into him. That, that feels like the kind of thing that shouldn't work. Cause it, I don't know.
1: Well, that was the kind of thing in legends. Like, yeah, you can do it. They're probably going to go crazy though. Um, to like varying degrees, obviously that's that's like the Star Killer story, right? In the but second like, game,
0: inserting some force into the into a person who didn't force mm. before. Because Legends also went Crucible, a lot more. Yeah, like remember? Legends went a lot more. Uh, I don't remember those two little alien dudes. Um... I remember like Riptide and cross current being weird about that shit well there's like the
1: two little uh two little alien guy anyways yeah 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 okay
0: i feel like new canon democratizes the force a bit more than legends did though too where like Mm -hmm. legends it meant you were part of the uber mensch a lot more than it does now yeah especially with uh like how last jedi was trying to to set it up but
1: yeah that was probably my favorite thing that movie did where it was like um um Where it was, I I liked how Luke was like, the Jedi are arrogant to think they have um, dominion over the light side or whatever. I really like that. Like the moving away from, you got to be a Jedi to be a good, not just a good person, but a good force user. Because like, yeah, Mm -hmm. Jedi is just like, that's just like, you know, you went to school to be a force user. But like, there's still lots of good force users who kind of learned on their own. Like my buddy, you know, he's a great chef. He didn't go to school for it, but he he can
0: still rock with the best of them. He never uses force lightning to cook his food. No, never. Yeah, never. So maybe Gideon had the power within him all along, and he just didn't know how to access it. Maybe if he was friendlier, it would have been okay. He tried. Did he try the power of love? No, not even once. Yeah, man, never said the words. Yeah. Though, if his backstory is still the same from Breaking Bad, then that's why he went on the dark path, though too, because he was in love, and then the is that him. Uh,
1: is that stuff from the the follow up show?
0: I think that was only explained in Better Call Saul. Yeah, they did the backstory,
1: so he wasn't always as evil as he is.
0: Well, he was still involved with the uh, with the cartels,
1: mm, so yeah.
0: I don't think he got but he wasn't like, as brutal, hateful, I guess. Yeah, he got very revenge set against the Salamancas.
1: What was but... that? Um, what was the name of that guy who uh, Jesse killed? Remember him? Tuco. No, no, or... no! Like the really soft, like the the nice guy. He worked in the lab with them. It was like Gale oh, or something. Gale? Was it Gale? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, get Gale in Star Wars. Get him doing something.
0: You've got Gale. Just
1: a thought. Just get Gale in there somewhere. Yeah.
0: It's. It, do you think uh, he could be like a spice manufacturer in the taxi? That route might that or might be a
1: little too on the nose.
0: Well, we could get a bet, a Breaking Bad, but just as Star Wars is the setting. I There's mean, just so many genres we can cover of Star Wars ified slice of life. We haven't said that on the podcast in a while. Yeah. But the best part of Better Call Saul is that there's this guy, Nacho. He's played by Michael Mando, and there there was watching Better Call Saul in the lead-up to this finale. Mm-hmm. It He was going against Fring, so watching Mando take on Moff Gideon <laughs> in a whole different context was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've never heard of Michael Mando before now, but I recognize his face, so...
0: There, there's definitely a joke in there somewhere between Star Wars, Better Call Saul, and Morbius. Michael, and Dr. Michael Mando. Mando Michael J. Mandius. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's get a little deep maybe. Oh, he played Voss in uh, Far Cry. There you go. Which Gideon was also, John Carlos Esposito was also in, I think, the fifth one, right?
0: I've never played Far Cry.
1: Yeah. Oh no, he's in six. And Voss was in six too. The the connections like the deeper yeah. we go yeah
0: the fact that they they got skinny pete they got gideon they didn't get michael mando in the mandalorian that's that's a travesty
1: it's not yet manding time it's no. manding time it's oh, and the guy job. from morbius was going to be in the rise of skywalker um
0: uh, the shitty main actor jared leto the cult leader
1: no um I, I I just fucking googled Morbius. That's in my search history now. <laughs> um
0: Nothing will ever oh, be funnier Matt than Smith. Them Matt, Matt that. Matt Matt
1: Smith was going to be in The Rise of Skywalker. Was he
0: in Star Wars a few places? Cuz he's uh No, it's David Tennant that I'm mm-hmm. thinking of with Hu yeah. Yang. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. there's too many doctors who.
1: Yeah, too many goddamn doctors in this goddamn yeah. sci-fi franchise. Yes.
0: As a Star Wars fan, they just need to cut down on the number of characters in these other <laughs> sci-fi franchises.
1: Um, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but like, I'm pretty sure it's been like almost officially confirmed. Yeah, he said that he was in talks to play that he was going to be in Star Wars. The part became obsolete. So I kind of wonder, like, the rumor is he was supposed to play young Palpatine. And I think at Star Wars Celebration, um... Uh, ian said that he uh, he was his choice to play young him as well the most recent <laughs> star wars celebration so
0: i can actually see that like if you think of the yeah, the picture too. Too. of young palpatine with uh mm-hmm. with plagus it's clearly ian just his face on a younger guy <laughs> yeah i can see matt smith playing that i, I can see the oh, family mean, was that there.
1: was that from the essential uh guide to novel or the, the, the... erc
0: maybe yeah. i don't know where it's from i'm just Intimately familiar with it. Yeah, because it's intimately familiar it's with it. It's
1: got like that same like just slightly wrong proportions that I feel like it might be reader's companion art.
0: <laughs> yeah. God, the that image of like the the family dinner from Legacy of the Force, that that gift just keeps on giving. Because like the the corner of the table, it just looks like the the cat meme. Yeah. At the table. Yeah, it yeah every time you look at that there's something new to be amused but but uh anything uh, we've really gone off topic from the show or not really we've kind of gone off topic from the show is there anything else we want to talk about with uh no really so i i think i have to go through and do my uh, prediction count up properly for the death count Mm. Uh, obviously gideon is the only death being accepted at this time which means i think i owe about 70 dollars to my my local food bank uh and i think we need to double check on who said what about the post-credit scene because i can't remember if i said there wasn't or was going to be one i feel like i, think um, I said no
1: yeah I, I feel like you did say no um
0: so, yeah yeah i you chose some charity yeah
1: yeah that's fine that's fine way she goes she goes yeah
0: uh i i thought i was, what was, I thought there I was like, it why was there AX. a slight
1: shudder in that you're like, uh-huh. like, well, like uh like I was do just i thinking do i make about you do i make you nervous
0: no i was thinking about Ax. Wu well, because oh, so, there there was the moment oh, no, he's I've on the been... ship and it's coming crashing down towards the surface of the Mandel planet and it really thought he had it that he was gonna die there because like if you're on a ship like that you tell everyone to get off you're sitting there at the helm. Usually that means you're going to die, but he had a jetpack and he used it. We were, which both, like, we
1: were both like, oh yeah, right.
0: <laughs> well, I had, I didn't think he'd be able to blast through the fucking windows on the bridge of a cruiser with his blaster. Maybe he could run for the door, but like get some better windows.
1: Same thing Grievous did. It's like every time I'm like, like the Grievous thing, that's been something I've mentioned. Um, and my bad Star Wars ship design. Like, yeah, they shouldn't have windows. And the response is always like, oh, yeah, but they're they're the same material, basically, as the rest of the ship. Did you not see General Grievous, like, casually pop one open? Now we've got Axe Wolves just kind of piecing out of the ship. Like, the windows probably shouldn't do that. Axe Wolves? Yeah, Axe Wolves. Axe Wolves? I'm goddamn tired of that, Corey.
0: Well, he's still around, so fucking get used to it do you think we're gonna get any uh any b stories with uh with Bokatan on mandalore in the next season or are we moving on from that story for now
1: uh I think we're moving on i don't think i don't think they'll split time
0: okay not even like a an episode where Bo-Katan calls him up because the
1: yeah I can see that i can see the let's help bocaton the episode um but i don't see it being like we're following her throughout multiple episodes
0: Yeah, I think that's that's probably the the right call there.
1: Yeah, I feel um, like she'll they'll find something for her though Um, yeah. she's, katie's too She's too eager. She's like the fans love her Um
0: She's there's no way she's not in the movie of course. Yeah, like,
1: and she looks perfect. Um
0: Yeah yeah, and I think that's kind of where we're building with the the Mando stories as well. I know you're hoping for just going back to Adventure of the Week, shorter seasons, but like, over the next few seasons. years, we got to set up, or yeah, my bad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, but I think over the next few seasons, that is what we're building towards is like a culmination for the Imperial Warlord stuff. So there is going to be like a main overarching plot, uh, even if it's slower to get to it in this next season. Uh, it'll probably be the least connected to it, but we've probably got three or four years leading up to the movie where those seasons are going to be
1: movie presets yeah no i agree um i'm just thinking about bokatan there's like a meme where it's like i don't even know what this is from but it's like a woman and she's like if you don't stop i'm gonna go fuck your dad and i can just imagine Katan (laughs) saying that to grogu I'm going to be your new stepmom if you don't stop. Like, like if, if he ever gets it a line and challenges her for Mandalore, like, that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Well, now Grogu can never have the Darksaber.
1: He can make his own cute little Darksaber.
0: What if Grogu comes back and fixes the Darksaber? They're not going to throw the thing out, right? Or did they just leave it in the fire pit?
1: Um... I don't know. Uh, probably the crystal probably shattered. One thing that I noticed, he fucking, she was holding the dark saber when he, when he squeezed it. He yeah. broke the dark saber. Her hand should be mush. She's like, oh, oh shit. And then she's like, I'm good. He's like, yeah. I'm good to hold a torch. Not a big the deal. The Mandalorian
0: is not made by the hand. <laughs> the hand.
1: That was one of my favorite scenes. I think unironically, my favorite scene was the fucking armor coming in with the barbecue tongs. Just like, <laughs> Like every time i got yeah. tongs i like whenever i'm barbecuing i chase august around unless like s- like snap them in his ear and like I, like i don't that's, know how else you use them in battle kind of that's what
0: that's kind of cruelty no he loves it what do you mean okay that's yeah. fine i don't Look, i don't I'm, like I'm I, glad don't tongs showed I just, up I just somehow. make
1: the sound in his ear i don't like fucking catch okay. his ear on it or anything
0: good. Good. good i'm just glad the tongs showed up in the mandalorian
1: yeah, you made that joke on stream too. That's most... no
0: one liked it back then. I'm gonna keep doing it, Mr. Fucking Foreskin. Let's yeah. I, ma- a I made in. a
1: I made a video about that. I thought the tongs could be those little guys in the the uh, in the the caves. The trailer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They they were not. <laughs> this aged like milk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what my most aged like milk prediction was for this. C- oh, I think my worst prediction was the uh, the Dome City. I was like, it's gotta be. A re- recovered Mandalore because that's a Mandalorian dome. Turns out. See.
0: No. I don't think it can age like milk if it was reasonable. Age like milk has yeah. to be like, what the fuck is wrong with your thought process?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I- I'm sure I had a few of those as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. I- I'm-, I'm trying to think of any of them that I ha that I like regret making. Because I feel I was wrong on a lot of my predictions, but there's I, I can't think of one right now that I like, if I go back in time knowing what I know, do I feel like I was completely off on my reasoning yeah. for why I would have thought that. Because like I also thought that Moff Gideon probably wouldn't make clones of himself to make an army. And I'm kind of 50-50 on that because like I could see
1: I said that too because he's so egocentric.
0: Yeah. Because my feeling was like he'd think that another Gideon would just be a rival for himself, but it turns out it's the only person he can respect. So he wanted to have like an orgy of himself in an army. Mm -hmm. So I like I was definitely wrong on that, and I'm not upset that they went the other direction. Like I still think my logic was reasonable for it. And my focus was more on the logic than on the conclusion, but I don't I don't feel embarrassed for having made that
1: prediction. Yeah. And the That's like the basic, like, that's what you, that's like law, the reasonableness test. It's like, like half of the, half of the, uh, in law, I'm sure you know this, but half of the, uh, the legal tests are like on reasonableness, like, okay, (laughs) the judge made this decision. Was it reasonable? And, um, one of the things you look at is, were they basing the decision off of real evidence? And is there a coherent, like string of logic that they used to get to that point? and yeah i agree there's a difference between saying like oh um i think moff Gideon is the mythosaur like he is yeah. The, yeah and like i think someone is going to ride the mythosaur or like i think someone's going to yeah. call out it Mith- yeah like there's a difference yeah i agree because like, like okay. one
0: i actually go, for it. No, go ahead i was gonna say i thought of what i've said that's wrong but you can no you go can ahead
1: i it. i want to hear about what how you were on
0: so I did two videos about the Darksaber when people started saying, oh, bo got it from Sewer Grievous, so this means it's hers. Oh, yeah. And I was so focused on it not being like a magical property where it, like, it has to belong to whoever has that, that even my own arguments, which were so much about that, it's, it's not this fucking ephemeral substance that ties the Darksaber to its rightful owner. It's about the narrative of the weapon. Mm-hmm. And I didn't consider in that... That Din doesn't want it, and Din could reinforce the narrative that it should be Bo-Katan's. Because I was so focused on like, well, if it's Bo-Katan's and she's getting it that way, then she would have to make that argument, and no one's going to support her taking it from Din that way. Which I still agree with, but I didn't consider that Din was going to tell her, "No, you did that. This is yours now. Yeah. Everyone should listen to me." Like he was been looking for an excuse
1: the whole talking. time. Like if he had yeah. an excuse on the cruiser, um, he might he have tossed
0: it. done it. Yeah he basically told her at that point to kick his ass and she's like no so that's I where what the, uh, I think that's what i was most wrong about
1: so i got three of those uh three of those uh clan visal birdies right they didn't eat yeah. them presumably how if they make like i'm just wondering cause there's only three of them this is my big thing i want to see in mando season four i want to see the fucking genet like how genetically fucked this new population of interbred <laughs> mythosaurian bird or not mythosaurian mandalorian birds is in like 20 years where there's been three of them they're all related um i just want to that's not enough genetic diversity to support a full population of those animals so i kind of want to see what happens with that that's my big uh that's my big curiosity
0: that's where the cloning tech comes in though <laughs> and rather than getting a bunch of deformed jaguar with like habsburg gin or something <laughs> Habsburg gin. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Mandalorian bird. (laughs) (laughs) We should have eaten you (laughs) Uh. right.
1: No, those birds weren't eaten. There were...
0: um, Those were the reptavians from the first season. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch uh, The the Siege, I think, is the episode that had them when they're running. It was the second to last one. Oh yeah, that Siege was last season. Season 2. Yeah, second to last of season
1: 1. Because it's when uh, Grogu uses healing powers on Gideon. Because Gideon gets a fatal blow. I'm actually, one thing I'm glad about, I'm glad there was no secret spy. Yeah. As much as I was joking while watching, like, oh, whoever's leaving last, leaving that tunnel, they're the sus ones. But...
0: Yeah, it turned out to be the Israelites spying the, the new land, the promised land. So not not, not
1: cool. the blurgs, Ewok. The uh the, the, the things the, like the flying creatures that that uh brief grief Karga got he got stabbed by one. They're only in like I think they're only in that one scene when they're camping. I don't think they're in Oh, you called him Gideon. Oh, did I? Oops, sorry. Car Grief racist. Karga. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot think of two different, like, people than them, so I don't know. <laughs> Although they both have mustaches. They both know the Mandalorian, so...
0: Well, Grief didn't have his in the last scene, so it's a clone. Fuck. All right. Uh, anything else we want to touch on with this before we go off to the X2 podcast? A much less Star Wars-related podcast. Than I would this have somehow. liked to see
1: a scene where uh, Grief Karga is coming by and taking the... Uh, taking the bones of the soup from the, uh, from the birds or taking mm-hmm. the bones and using it to make a soup rather. That would have been good.
0: That would have been good. So even if Bo-Katan didn't ride the mythosaur during the battle, do you think when Din was on the way out that she rode the
1: mythosaur? <laughs> she might've, um, I don't know. Like I was, I was looking for like, you know, me, I love spotting sexual tension. Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't really see it. Um I think he's had that widow on his mind since season two or season one, episode four, I think it was. I think yep. that that uh he's got eyes on one gal. I think he's gonna go pick her ass up and bring her to his little cottage on Navarro.
0: Yeah. I'd love How it. do you think the conversation went that Din was leaving though? It's like they they fought for the planet. He told De Bo-Katan that he would serve her until his her song is written, but then they take the planet back. And He's like, ah, oh, no, actually, this place kind of fucking sucks. You know, I got a, you know a what cottage an, waiting for me on Navarro. You know
1: what an Irish goodbye is, where like you basically like you just yeah. leave. I think like a, Ma- a Mandalorian goodbye is like even more so. Like you literally just fucking like you just like back up slowly. Anytime you're near like a big curtain and just disappear.
0: He went straight from uh, the baptism of Grogu and Ragnar and is pieced out. Do you think he warned anyone to, like, watch out near the edge of the water there? <laughs> Big cliff, by the way. Big cliff. <laughs> Very slippery. <laughs> yeah. Do not Don't, don't, don't send them down
1: too far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll see the mythosaur.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll see the mythosaur. I like to think that, like, the armorer, like, she just fully believes that, like, Bo-Katan's full of it now.
0: <laughs> oh yes oh, yeah. there's, there's a, a Mith- 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 down is there. down
1: there this little fucking lake yeah okay <laughs> yeah you go check go ahead oh you, oh, you jetpacked underwater right that's how jetpacks work okay
0: <laughs> right din one of our best warriors slipped and fell <laughs> okay oh you rescued him twice
1: oh after he got <laughs> caught by the blood spider okay the general Grievous blood spider. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there was he had a TV for a head, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh, you with the dark you got the dark saber. Okay. Dark saber <laughs> and Mythosaur one day. Wow, that was a good day for you.
0: You fought the giant while din was asleep and then you got <laughs> the dark saber. Yeah,
1: okay. Oh, he was underwater with you. You were carrying him and he didn't see the Mythosaur either. The giant monster with the eye larger than you. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, sure. Hmm. Yeah. What if what if Bocaton was just an unreliable narrator, and that all was from her perspective? And oh, the, just...
1: the the baby just sensed it. The baby who can't speak. Oh,
0: Okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> is the Mythosaur in this room with us right now?
1: Oh yeah, the baby looks like it just saw an ancient Mandalorian creature. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, the baby can't speak. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh you re- happen
0: to do this bef- right after the robot yeah, with the, the yes the, and no gets the demolished. Babies, the baby's
1: yes and no robot is destroyed. That's so funny how that happened.
0: <laughs> oh, and it's, yeah, I just hate when that happens. The monster
1: didn't come help us out in battle. That's so weird. Ancient Mandalorian <laughs> creature we used to ride when we needed it, when our ship was being destroyed. Oh, okay.
0: Funny. G- Gideon didn't take the Darksaber from you. It got crushed, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, the dragon lives underwater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, with that, i think we're we're done anything else you want to say
1: no i'm gonna i'm gonna say goodbye to my chat and read some super chats but everyone who is uh who's joined the stream guys make sure you check out our podcast Hapcap transmissions uh all the listeners make sure you send us our emails uh we are going to try to get some red to you next time uh and what is it dark journey is that what we're doing
0: yeah so we'll be doing dark journey focused njo focused emails next week at the end of the show week after that we'll probably do a full blown q a for any of the questions that we've missed over the last little while that haven't been made uh irrelevant by other media coming out so that'll be in two thursdays from now one thursday from now it's dark journey we should probably do jedi survivor in there somewhere so that might get Mm. shoved around a bit we'll see Dark junior for sure next week. No one will have a chance to finish the game. So we can't talk about it next week anyways Uh, so yeah Mm
1: -hmm. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye All right guys, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us on this uh on this recording. Sorry. I didn't answer your super chats Uh, also hello HQ good to see you. Nice to see you. Uh, let me read some of the super chats and then Head over to the other stream
0: Mm. see if they're online right now. If Brandon said
1: Eck, I'm a long. T- oh, do you want here? I'll leave. So I'm not talking to your chat
0: No, that's fine. I'm, I'm flying." Okay uh, Seeing If they were in the chat,
1: <clears throat> Brandon said Eck, I'm a longtime fan. I love the work you do and keep it up. Thank you, Brandon You're probably gone now uh, Skywalker said hi Eck, long time sub love Star Wars my entire life still do love Filoni Favreau past project, but it's clear the writing Book of Bo Fett season 3 they've bent the need of Kathleen Thoughts listen I don't know enough about what fucking Kathleen Kennedy does Um, like I'm not gonna blame them not knowing how to write a fucking capture scene on Kathleen Kennedy Uh, whoever uh, whoever it was I feel that sent Grogu back with Mando yes they did hurt the progression of both shows but uh, I'm not gonna blame that on because I don't know who the fuck did that and yeah, very excited about uh, Survivor Two HQ. Very excited. We'll have to chat when it comes out. Uh, Sean said, "X, some off-topic questions. What do you think of Jedi Survivor? And what forms are you? Oh, maining. I'm doing blaster and crossguard myself. I haven't tried blaster yet, or we didn't try crossguard either. I'm gonna go. I didn't really like Corey. You maybe can give your thoughts on this. I wasn't a huge fan of the the double saber, like the." Mm-hmm. Because it changes why it changes from heavy attack to auto, um, auto parry, and like for me, trying to do the parries is like one of the most fun parts. Um, so I didn't like the loss of the force attack uh, for that. I don't know uh, you...
0: It's not really like perma auto parry. It's one specific move that does that because like it's kind of a, a charge up thing. But you, but, but it... I actually really like it because of the animation canceling. Yeah,
1: that is nice, but if you attack somebody, like if you X light attack and then click Y for heavy attack, it goes straight into the, doesn't it go straight into yeah. the parry move? Like you can't do like a follow up because like I like to punish like the, like a, a light attack break the posture, then hit them with a the heavy attack, and I don't think you can really do that.
0: I, you can do everything a lot faster with that. I like all of that. I've been able to do, or I was able to do faster. Yeah, but, but you can't
1: do the heavy attack, is what I mean. Like the
0: yeah, there's not really yeah, any yeah, heavy yeah. attacks with the dual sabers. Yeah, and, and that was what I was mostly using in in the preview okay. we did because I I thought I'd enjoy it a lot more. It is still what I'm looking forward to using most, but we had like a demonstration towards the end that we were allowed mm-hmm. to talk about with like one of the combat designers doing a lot of the like going through all the stances even the ones we couldn't play with and i did not have any interest in the blaster mm. thing but then some of the stuff they showed us looked really cool
1: i'm not convinced blaster i think blaster there's a chance it's not its own stance i think blaster might be something you can add on to any of them because we don't know how it works really it could be like a like a combo like a like you know how in the other games it's like if you hold like you know lightsaber throw for example is one of the triggers and then, or one of the bumpers, then like one of the buttons. Maybe Blaster will be worked in like that.
0: Well, it seemed like he was doing a bunch of different moves with it. So it didn't seem like it was yeah. just being tacked onto other stuff.
1: Well, I saw like, yeah, I saw like at least three different attack types.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what. Because he buttons did one on where he controller. was like setting up, like he slowed down time. He like targeted all the guys in the air and then like blasted between them all. There was there was a fair amount these showed us.
1: Yeah. I I think I'm gonna use regular single saber and the claymore, because I like doing heavy builds. Like in my recent Elden Ring, I went heavy, so probably do single and heavy. Yeah. I think there's gonna be an option for you to run three at the end. Cause like there's they've always they've had secrets about like last game the secret was the double lightsaber and you could do the, the crack them apart because they didn't advertise that. And like, it was a surprise you got through the game. I think there's going to be one secret where it's like, okay, um, something about stances doesn't work exactly like we told you. What do you think about that?
0: I can see that happening. Like, cause we were able to choose between two. Yeah. Two of the three. whole time we played. Yeah. Yeah, And then maybe it was just how the demo was set up at the end, but he was just kind of going through everything. It might have just been a practice environment kind of thing that he set up, but
1: uh, we'll see. Yeah, like because there's no reason like control-wise because it's just, I, for- I, think, I forgot what button it is to control, but it's just you click a button and it switches stances, so.
0: Yeah. I think it's the, the same buttons as you did uh, last time for Uh, for swapping between the single and double.
1: Yeah. All right, chat. I think that's um, all I have. Did they get the other podcast ready?
0: It is set up. Uh, It is set to go in 24 minutes, but we should probably get over there and tell them to move it up.
1: Yeah. All right, guys, if you want to, uh, if you want to continue, I'm going to put a link to the uh, other YouTube channel. We're going to grab some drinks. We're just going to chat. YouTube.com slash x2 slash live should work. See you there. Yeah. See you there Hold On a no second god, I hate that court guy now that he's gone fuck Yeah, thanks for all the super chat, guys. I, I gotta know chat you guys are my core community Are you enjoying this? Uh the streaming, like this return to streaming? I noticed we've had some pretty decent viewing numbers, so you guys seem to enjoy it. Um, you want to do more streams? What kind of streams would you like me to do like a weekly Q and a check in? What are you thinking? That's good. Okay. Cause yeah. Oh, hi Mike. Good to see you by the way. I think when Jedi survivor comes out, I will be streaming it on this channel instead of my gaming one. Um, I also would like to do more um I would like to do more i once I did a live starship tier list video that was really fun um let me just see I am kind of curious tier list ships Eckhart's ladder I'm kind of curious how that one did yeah that got four hundred twenty one thousand views so if there are more videos like that you guys would like me to do um we could do it just email them leave them in a hashtag ask at com you ever want to reach me I know I can be a hard person to reach I've got a lot of people who want to talk which is awesome the best thing that the I check as many comments as I do um, like once or twice a day uh, across all my channels the best way for me to read your comment is I read every email I get every single email excuse me I don't respond to all of them but I read every single email I get uh, I don't respond to most of them actually I just don't have time but if you want me to see something email If it's important, don't abuse it or hashtag the other best way without, as if it's just like an email and it just says, Hey, I'm going to be a little annoyed. Hashtag ask Eck. I read every hashtag ask Ek because there's not that many of them. Uh, but yeah, that's all for now. Any other thoughts before I leave? The other thing is the other thing I'll mention before I leave, we will be in a few days starting a big fundraiser uh, for a really good cause um, a really good fundraiser for a good cause sick kids um, not the hospital sick kids, but the the idea of sick kids we're, we're gonna raise money for sick children and we've got lots of they've they gave me a huge budget for prizes depending on how much money we raise. There's like a PS5. I think there's a Luke Skywalker lightsaber. uh, Like a life-sized... I was going to say a life-sized Grogu, but that's not that big. Maybe BB-8. Anyway, that's all for now. Thank you guys so much for watching. And uh, yeah, hugs and kisses. See you soon.